Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Campfire Tales. Fuck, that's a boring way to start an episode. Well, I clicked. I figured you guys saw it, but you didn't see it, so... <laughs> I'm going to need you to edit out the part about me talking about my finances and my credit union plans, my, my guy. That's super not public information. Like you, You, of all people, should have seen me click. I didn't. I was looking up if there's nationwide credit unions. This is, I clicked, like, almost two and a half minutes ago. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's way too much personal information in there. Uh, anyways, welcome everybody to Campfire Tales. <laughs> oh, I could go to Navy Federal. I've got military family. Oh, yeah, maybe. I'm cl- my, my grandfather counts, and if he doesn't, some of my cousins do. Nice. Um, so this week, originally my research started as uh, a topic for a final cult now. Uh, however... Da-da-da-da. <laughs> there was you, you need to load Don, Don made the best possible intro. I can't wait I until we do our next. I can't one now. wait. Yeah. I was actually that was the high point of my week. I have to say, it was fucking fire. It was great. <laughs> but um, yeah. So there just there wasn't. It was it was called a cult, but when I started researching, it just there wasn't enough cult like behavior to actually do a cult down so but it was still too good of a story to uh pass up so today we are going to talk about the quote-unquote cult of the breatharian so this this sounds ridiculous already absolutely Uh ridiculous so this comes this article is from sf gate are these the motherfuckers who were like survive by just breathing yes yeah oh my god but it gets even stupider than that so this article was written by uh, Joshua Boat or Bote. I don't know. It's B-O-T-E. I'll figure Boat. Or I, I like Bote. Bote. So, and the title of the article, which I, I just love the title, is The Strange, Sad Bay Area, quote, diet cult that fell apart over a chicken pot pie. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, they're super delicious, so... <laughs> So, Never been a big fan. Really? No. I don't like some of them. Some of them I really, really do. Just depends. So the cult that came to an end because the leader went to 7-Eleven to buy some supplies uh, is the cult of the breatharianism. <clears throat> so the allegation of convenience store consumption came from Lavelle Lafleur, co-founder of the Breatharian Institute, then based in Larkspur, uh, I think California. The truth is, this is a quote, he sneaks into 7-Elevens and fast food places and eats just like the rest of us. Except worse, because he has to rely on places that are open late into the night. And we're going to pause because Josh walked away. <laughs> he did just disappear. Yeah, I know, just like... literally just stood up. No, I'll be right back. No, I got to go do something. He's back. Oh. There we go. 
Um, Not, oh no, he's back. Oh no, I dropped a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So Brooks, the leader of the Breatharian, shot back that Lafleur was a scorned ex-lover. But more allegations emerged, including an assistant who said that he'd spotted Brooks drinking a can of Coca-Cola. Oh my God. Oh my God. The (laughs) allegations are so trivial. I know. This is fun. Uh, but um, <laughs> that bitch well, was drinking coke. He's betraying the core concept of their cult. Yeah, what? He's the leader. The leader he's... of the cult is betraying the core concept of the cult. <laughs> Truly unheard of in the world. of Can't cults. believe it. So a listen, man... Sam's cola is a zero on that one ad. Whatever the fuck diet. Remember the one that it was all points. Yeah, that's uh-huh. Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. Yeah. It was zero points on Weight Watchers. So. Whatever, dude. So for most dieters, his shopping list on that fateful day in 1983, a chicken pot pie, chili, and biscuits, would be, at worst, an embarrassment. Wow. But Brooks was no average Weight Watcher. Fuck. Is that an embarrassing supply a of chi- things a, to... A, a, say it again. A chicken pot pie, chicken a Coke... Pot pie, no, chicken pot pie, chili, and biscuits. Oh! <gasps> Oh, no, a southern meal. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm going to bring a receipt from the next time I go to the grocery store and fucking out myself. I bought frozen Tyson chicken sandwiches with the bun, not just the patties. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, do you understand? So You, you got to wrap them in a paper towel when you microwave them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I literally have to go get paper towels today. So that, yeah. <laughs> the man's name was Wiley Brooks. That now, sounds like a porn star. Yeah, it does. Now, Wiley Brooks was no average Weight Watcher. Wiley or Riley? Wiley. Wiley. Oh, that sounds like a Mega Man villain. Like like Will Wiley. Or like or Doctor? Like Sharknado 3 and Devotions Will Wiley. And Devotions Will Wiley. So he was the founder of the spiritual and pseudoscientific movement known as Breatharianism. Famous for spreading the gospel that humans could live on air alone. He claimed he hadn't eaten in 19 years. To his followers... What a bullshitter. Wow. Right. (laughs) Wow. The binge was an unforgivable sin, as if God himself had taken a bite out of the forbidden apple. Now, the allegation of convenience... Hi. Hi. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I just recently learned that uh, it was almost certainly... It's in every like academic analysis of the Bible where they like, you know, it's the half academic where they're like, we're going to pretend that this is literal and interpret it. It was absolutely not an apple. I know. They think most people think it's a quince or quince or a fig or a fig because they were wearing fig leaves. Yeah. Do you know how their... many fucking fruits humanity has called an apple of some kind? Yeah. yeah. Plus the whole fig any... leaves thing is bogus anyways because it says that they skinned animals to make clothes yeah it's all bad (laughs) when you take it literally Mm -hmm. so uh the very public scandal didn't stop breatharianism though instead of dying out the movement spread around the globe fracturing over the decades i hated it i hated it when it happened do you remember when that shit was trending and people were trying to convince you that you could just live on the air yeah uh-huh. they're like, like these people are doing it sun there's this community of people sunburn your taint and only breathe like <laughs> um it even helped shape health and wellness culture as we know it today so how brooks became a breatharian is as nebulous as the science behind his claims he certainly wanted to make a name for himself, 
the hopeful holy man first gained national attention in 1980 by deadlifting 1100 pounds on an abc variety show called that's incredible that's incredible i remember that show Me growing too. up while bragging, well it's i didn't see it growing up yeah. i saw it like on youtube no Clips. um there was uh maybe on like when i was a kid pbs would run reruns of it or something so, some channel that i watched ran it um but yeah while bragging that he hadn't eaten in nearly two decades while the daily mail reported he'd been a new york hmm, based that's sound weird your writer required us to put m&ms in your room <laughs> <laughs> only the green ones you fucking douchebag so while the daily mail reported he'd been a new york based sound engineer for the likes of jimmy well, hendrix and led zeppelin so i don't think they do uh the writer of this Joshua boat uh-huh. uh, has been unable was unable to find any evidence that he mixed for these titans of rock. A year later, after his bodybuilding stunt with the spotlight dimming, he appeared on Tom Snyder's The Tomorrow Show to argue once again that anyone could subsist exclusively on air and sunlight. I hope he I hope he chokes on a fucking chicken wing. <laughs> now the idea of extended fasting is centuries old. In ancient Hindu texts, the Ramayana referred to saints who could sustain themselves on air and sunshine. Some modern Jains, which I, I'm not sure what that is, probably Hindu leaders, have claimed to fast for months at a time. Jains? Jains? Brooks himself said that he'd learned the secret from an Indian fakir, or religious um, ascetic. Breatharianism is a philosophy that believes that the human body, when it's in perfect harmony with itself and nature, is a perfect breatharian. You know, all the constituents that we need is taken from the air we breathe, Brooks told Snyder. That's really wrong. I know. Yeah, that's they're not really sponges. Wrong. <laughs> like, that's so incredibly wrong. <laughs> so yeah, so Brooks told Todd Todd Snyder or Tom Snyder in front of a studio audience that seemed both amused and entranced by his words. That's the part that I hate every time. Uh huh. Is the entranced? Yep. It's like, dude. Come on. Well, because he's being held up on a show that people watch and put way too much stock into. Yep. That's like when Maury says, you're not the father. And Uh everybody goes insane. Yep. So he says, there's only one thing that keeps the human body alive, and that is breathing. The food that we take is the same as any other thing we take into the body as it becomes a habit. In other words, eating is an acquired habit just like alcohol or smoking cigarettes. Nope. Wow, wow, wow. Cite your sources, my dude. (laughs) I'm going to need you to put units on those numbers. What are we talking about? So he went on to make other strange, spurious claims, including that breatharian mothers don't need to feed their babies. Hi. Now we're just murdering children. That's just, yep. Who are born able to survive on air and sun. He also said that hunger strikers who die are killed by their death wish, not from starvation. Holy shit. Basic science. Gandhi was weak. <laughs> Basic scientific knowledge of the human body notwithstanding, Brooks's message was beguiling, taking the nascent popularity of New Age culture at the time when translating it into languages uh, of what we now call wellness. That's a big thing to me, actually, is like Gandhi did multiple extended fasts. Mm-hmm. That almost killed him. And even then, he would eat 
water or drink water and have like bread yeah Yeah, because you have have to to. Mm -hmm. like there is no other way to do it you absolutely must like and for somebody to claim and i'm assuming this is a white guy no really really oh that's worse somehow (laughs) i don't know how but it is (laughs) but but my point still stands for anybody to claim especially this motherfucker to claim that they are more spiritually in touch with reality than ah oh my god he's a nerd i'm sorry (laughs) uh because you've mentioned him twice uh i did recently learn a fun fact about Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah? It's that his semen could travel at 28 miles per hour. Don't start. Don't, don't try. <laughs> don't, no. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, he, so Mahatma Gandhi was present in London at the same time that Jack the Ripper was active. Wow. Yeah. History is fucking crazy, ain't it? Uh-huh. There's, there's and then some, he got... There, there's and then some he got, timeline perspective for you. And then he got shot. And that was how Gandhi died. That tends to happen sometimes. Yeah, especially when you're trying to convince people to work together and, and, and be more harmonious with each other. Mahatma Gandhi well, we tend to do was that. Jack the Ripper. That's fair. <laughs> he definitely was. Yeah. For sure. So with his heavy focus <laughs> on spirituality, he made the leap from diet peddler to guru. <laughs> now, the breatharian sales pitch began with Brooks himself. This was a fit and dapper man who, at the age of 45, lifted nearly 10 times his body weight on national television. Now, while he did admit to an occasional glass of water or juice, he claimed to need nothing else but an hour of sleep a night. He seemed to suggest that if he could muster this miraculous otherworldly state, then anyone could. Yeah, but he couldn't. (laughs) It's, uh, he, I, oh, God. The overlap between cult leaders and, like, fried Clyde drug addicts is insane. (laughs) Like, a crackhead on the street might tell you this same shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dude, I don't even need to sleep. I just breathe and uh-huh. take crack. And, you know, it's, I live in harmony with the street and all of its, you know, different whatever. And it's I, I like, get, come on, I man. I get all of the nutrients that I need for my body from crack. <laughs> so he told Snyder. You know how I know? God said it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. A lady came into work yesterday and she was with her husband and we had a perfectly nice customer service interaction and uh finally she walked away i was like you guys have a good one and in my best customer service voice and my customer service smile and she let her husband walk away and she like looked at him like as if she was going to get in trouble if he saw what was about to happen and she leans over the counter and quietly says to me, the Holy spirit has just told me that he wants me to say a blessing over you. Would that be okay? (laughs) That's actually valid. It's weird, but asking for my permission first is, is valid. And I, we encourage this. I politely smiled and said, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Did she say a blessing anyway? No. Good. That's the type of shit we're here for. (laughs) It was the part that fucks me up was the Holy Spirit has just asked me to say a blessing over you, implying that she is actively receiving instruction currently. Well, Well, as a person who grew up various denominations of Christian, 
generally when somebody says the Holy Spirit told me to do something, what they mean is they were, quote, moved by the Spirit, or I had the feeling, I tell you, your outfit looks fly today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those those moments where you look at somebody and you go, damn, I should say something to this person specifically, that's what they're saying. Like, when you see somebody in public and you're like, damn, I kind of, they look a little sad. Maybe if I could cheer them up, and sometimes you say something and sometimes you don't, mm-hmm. they, that's the Holy Spirit for Christianity, basically, is that, that intrinsic drive to like do something nice for somebody or like to try to help like that's what that is and they think saying a blessing equates to help which sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't it was the fact that she said just yeah like implying that she just now received this instruction would it have been less weird if she came up and said something to the effect of you know what i don't know why but i just wanted to tell you you're doing okay Yes. Like I ju- would it be we- just as weird or less weird? Less weird. Why? Because it's the same exact feeling. I just had this feeling just now that I should tell you that you're doing okay and it'll be all right. It because it's not being weird? made to sound like a command from a higher power. It's not a command. It's never. That's the misunderstanding. That's, I said. I no no no. I did not say that it is a command. I said it's not being made to sound like. It's a command from a higher power. Well, that's what I'm saying is that it's it. I think the phrasing in a situation like this is rather important. That's the that's the point that I'm trying to make, though, is that the phrasing is important for how you interact with the world. But it's also important to realize that phrases can translate to feelings in the same way for somebody else with different words. That's all I'm trying to say is like, yeah, you might feel a little bit more awkward if somebody brings up the Holy Spirit and just having heard this thing from the Holy Spirit. But that's they're just trying to express that same feeling. And if and that's why I'm like, it's good that you ask that she asked for permission and then didn't do it and then didn't do it because it would be the same as if if I went up to somebody and was like, hey, I just felt like maybe you needed somebody to say something nice for you today. Would it be okay if I did that? And you know, and, and if, if it if it had been brought to me that way, then yeah. But the the way, what made it extra weird too was the fact that she like very suspiciously like looked at her husband and made sure he was far enough away that he didn't hear. I'm just imagining and them then, at home, and he's like, "Did you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> are you blessing cashiers? Are you blessing again, cashiers again?" <laughs> I told you that's weird, okay? I get it. You're very sweet, and I love you, but that's weird. <laughs> so, Brooks told... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just she's, imagining... She's a serial blesser. Yeah. I, I thought she was going to hand me another tr- chick track, and I was going to be like, yes, I got to collect them I, all. That's really <laughs> the big issue, is that when people say things like that, even when they're being genuine and just translating a feeling through their language... Unfortunately, uh, I've had way too many people say some shit like that and then hand me a fake 50 when I needed a real 50. Uh, I saw your post on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't even my original post, but, like, it happens. It happens. I was a server. That shit happens often, especially with hundreds. I hate it when they do that shit, too. Because they're built so that you can slide them under something and Mm -hmm. make it look like a really good tip. Mm -hmm. And then you haven't left any money. You've left a condescending message for me. Yeah. And you can go fuck yourself. It's you know what? If there's an address for a church on there, I'm gonna go there and ask for my money. 
All right. That's why they don't put them on there. Uh-huh. We got to get back on track here. All I'm right. so sorry. <laughs> so all the, he told, Brooks told Snyder on the show, all things we've heard about, we must get old, we must get weak. That is not the case. When a person <laughs> gets older and wiser, he should get younger. He should not die in an unhealthy body. None of us. I'm That broke my brain. <laughs> Nobody can box with father time. No, our arms are simply too short. Our (laughs) arms are simply too short to box with time. Like we can't do it. I now I'm on the other side of that because like think is important, man. Like what the fuck are you even talking about right here? (laughs) Like you weird ass. He doesn't have to make sense. He just has to convince people who don't think very hard. Benjamin Button was about this guy. So despite his many public detractors, including the Pacific News Service, which called breatharianism a diet cult, nope. Brooks soon had a healthy cohort of followers. Mm-mm. They were very unhealthy, I guarantee that. <laughs> he opened the Larkspur-based Breatharian Institute at the end of 1982 and began teaching classes. Dozens of adherents paid $500 for lessons from the master himself. So Okay. Um, what kind of lesson? Breathe in. Now breathe out. This you, is you have to breathe a very special way to get the nutrients from the air. There is a character in One Piece, and I'm bringing it up on purpose. I swear to God. Okay, whose name is Katakuri. I'm gonna try to do this without too many spoilers, but his whole deal is that he is perfect. His crew, his his pirate crew, regard him as the perfect person. You know, the perfect guy, <coughs> and. Part of it is his back has never touched the ground. He was born sitting up like he only sits or stands. He does not lay down. His back does not touch the ground, you know, like in defeat. Uh-huh. And then um, he sleeps on his belly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't know. That's the thing. No, I his know. back I... doesn't touch the ground. He never sleeps and he does not need to eat. Ah. The, it is revealed later uh-huh. in a minor way that that none of that is true yeah obviously obviously but that he does that out of a noble desire to like protect his crew sure you know his family and he and i am just wondering now if he might be loosely based on the breatharian if he might loosely be based on this guy because he is like this guy is obviously he's a bodybuilder who claims that he has to sleep but way that he doesn't need to eat and this guy is like the strongest guy on his pirate crew, you know, like mm-hmm. it feels like Oda would know about this guy somehow. Yeah. So in this first session of his classes, <clears throat> Brooks advised against starting with fasting. So you don't just fast outright. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He doesn't the- want his future constituents to die. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, he's going to try to wean them off food like a mother's milk. Uh-huh. Instead, he wanted his followers to first clean, clean their blood by eating foods with a yellow vibrational quality. This encompassed everything from grapefruit, papaya to chicken or papaya and chicken to Hagen Doss rum raisin ice cream. <laughs> I'm furiously trying to connect dots here. <laughs> They, they have they, a yellow <laughs> vibrational energy, dude. It's not happening. I, I was. Thinking, I'm actually. I'm pretty sure that this Java monster mean bean also has a yellow vibrational energy. I was thinking, 
corn, rice, yellow rice, you know, any any of that? No, nah, no. Grapefruit, Hagen dazs Yeah, it's because it's not actually about the color; it's about the vibrational right. energy. Sure, you just can't see the auras. Mm-hmm. So over the years, his story and his rules about what breatharians could and could not eat kept changing. It's even possible the foods with yellow auras auras were based on whatever he felt like eating that day. Yeah, no way. Uh Uh-huh. In 1983, Institute co-founder LaFleur told the San Bernardino County Sun that, quote, the man loves Colonel Sanders. That's what it was. (laughs) Wow. That's what it was. Is that Katakuri eats only in secret, and that secret is revealed by one of our people. And, And I was just thinking that this guy... There's no way he doesn't have a similar secret inner sanctum to where uh-huh. he can just go have a donut. Like, it's, you know well, what? Well, it also says that he um, could eat a dozen donuts in a single sitting. This is definitely Katakuri. What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> um, what is going on? I think the the way you figure out the color of of a food's vibrational energy. I've been thinking about this for it's, the last forty five seconds. <laughs> is what what you have to do is. <laughs> You know, you know how all molecules vibrate. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how hot they are. Mm-hmm. You have to get them to the right temperature to where the vibrational level. So it's yellow hot. Them. So, so that it when you measure that and you get the reading for the, for the vibration of the molecules, it matches up with the hex code for yellow <laughs> for any it's any like shade FX of yellow 0076 so, or some shit so, so you, get, you get like a, a a range of when a food is this temperature it has the correct yellow vibrational energy i could be a cult leader i can bullshit it so, no you can't already because you that's way too scientific <laughs> like, it's, it's just scientific enough for the skeptical gen z minds <laughs> colonel sanders <laughs> <laughs> Hagendas, uh-huh. <laughs> and also just grapefruit in general. Like I don't these things. That's very different temperatures. Is all I'm saying. So Brooks responded to allegations of inconsistency by saying, "Quote the true meaning of or the true message of breatharianism did not depend on whether he ate or not anyway." According to a Pacific News, yes, service, it does. <laughs> no. <laughs> According to a specific a Pacific News Service story about the mass exodus from the Breatharian Institute that followed the floor's public statements. Uh, yeah, so we were literally starving, and our doctors said that if we didn't eat, we were going to die. Um, and bye. Then, and then it turned out that our leader was the also number one down customer, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Twelve fucking donuts in a row every day or whatever. Right. Like, So most of what happened to Brooks for the rest of the 80s has been lost to history. One hint, though, came in 2013 when the actress Michelle Pfeiffer said that she'd been introduced to the cult by a very controlling couple as a young and up and come, young up and comer in Hollywood. Now, the Breatharian Institute moved around several times over the next few years using similar grifts in new locations, first in Arlington, Texas, then Bellevue, Washington. His logic shifted again in 1990 when he told the Seattle Times that he no longer believed food was an addiction. Though he still believed food was a poison, he also believed it could serve as medicine, a salve for low-quality city air. He himself... Okay, okay. okay. All right. <clears throat> That's the one I needed, is we can get everything we need from the air that God provides us, but we have polluted that air, uh-huh. and so we must also take in sustenance to substitute for that. 
But yeah, it's like, um, yeah, so we still have to eat because the air quality is bad. But if the air quality was good, we wouldn't have to. Like, trust me. It's it's chill. Source, trust me, bro. Yeah. But also, um, food being medicine or poison, um, that's just medicine and poison That's for certain things. Like, yeah. that's just... If you have some of it, it's medicine. If you have a lot of it, it's poison. And yep. that's how it works generally. So, yeah, so a salve for low-quality city air. He himself occasionally balanced his aura with orange juice, honey, and Twinkies, he said. A yellow vibrational energy. <laughs> it got even more odd and arguably less healthy <clears throat> at the turn of the century. In 1999, he opened a new breatharian institute in Santa Cruz and began teaching seminars in the Sierra Nevada region on the fountain of youth and how to obtain everlasting life and live from now on forever. Um, the, oh, good. And do, I actually do, do I need to point out how fucking <laughs> wild that is? So, and I also, I actually found the the flyer for these from back in the 80s using the Wayback. Uh, it was $425 back in the 80s God for the seminar. Damn. And that included a single occupancy hotel room, full use of the Sierra Hot Springs vast property and healing pool, and probably the most ironic thing of all, meals. <laughs> so it's you're paying for a spa retreat. You just also have to listen to this fucking idiot talk. Right. So honestly... Honestly, for four hundred bucks, for four hundred dollars, <laughs> which that was a lot more money yeah, in the eighties. Okay, so yeah. like, let's imagine that being two thousand dollars now. I would still pay that for a <laughs> for a spa retreat with you do everything it for included. Way you can do it for way cheaper. Hell, At, for like fifteen hundred, you could go for the weekend and do an <clears throat> ayahuasca. We might have to do that. Actually, <laughs> we would all have to make sure we weren't on our happy meds. Because if you're taking antidepressants, yeah, I know you can do a, get into a serotonin storm. Uh, what is a serotonin storm? An overabundance of serotonin it can put oh. you into a coma. So, uh, um, I don't think that's an issue for me. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> this podcast is powered by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast or looking for the best home for your podcast? Check out all the amazing features Podbean offers with unlimited bandwidth and storage for an affordable price. That's right, unlimited. Visit www.podbean.com forward slash unlimited to check it out today. It's podbean.com forward slash unlimited. In the 2009, the official gospel of breatharianism was updated again. I love this. This time with a convoluted explanation of how a McDonald's cheeseburger meal and a Diet Coke can help keep a breatharian healthy. Mm -hmm. In a fifth dimensional universe, apparently, the base frequency of the meal aligns with the needs of man. I love, mm -hmm. I love when you need an explanation for something to cult followers, just make it fifth dimensional. Right. Yeah. They can't prove you wrong. <laughs> it's... It's a classic, honestly, honestly, is what it is. It's a classic. For a reason. It's a yeah. classic for a reason. Yeah, yeah. And I love this article because you can just tell that the, the, the writer just had zero fucks. Uh, like when I wrote about Flat Earth. Yeah. <laughs> His next sentence, when Brooks himself ascended to a higher plane in 2016 at the age of 80... 
his vision of breatharianism was a sad fringe phenomenon with a few adherents devoted to its founder. But his philosophy had spread widely enough even after his 80s downfall, with at least a dozen gurus taking up the mantle of breatharianism around the globe in the 90s and onward. Yeah, I remember the most recent one, the one that also involved sunning your taint. <laughs> so the most prominent breatharian following Brooks's brief reign was Jazz Muheen, an Australian woman born as Ellen Grieve. Throughout the 90s, she claimed to subsist merely on air and a few cups of tea. Is it racist if you do that? Probably. I'm sure it's at least cultural appropriation. That's got to be right. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, she claimed to subsist merely on air and a few cups of tea until the Australian 60 Minutes debunked her entirely. <laughs> when they locked wow. her in a room, a hotel room for 48 hours. She quickly, Damn. she quickly developed high blood pressure and severe dehydration, though she claimed that she was not provided fresh air in this experiment where, quote, 70% of my nutrients come from. Jasmuheen, like Brooks, was also Can regularly accused of eating. A journalist once found her with a fridge full of food, and she was once caught ordering a plate of airline food, though she claimed that both were for her partner. Now, try... <laughs> Tragically, the uh, popularity of starvation as religion eventually led to the deaths of at least two people. What? A 49-year-old Scottish woman named Verity Lynn and a 33-year-old Australian named Lonnie Morris. Both died from dehydration midway through extended fasts in remote areas. Both owned copies of Jasmuheen's book, Living on Light. Now, even though Brooks was widely ridiculed in the media, it's easy to see why his ideas found a foothold in the 80s and the 90s. Low-fat and low-calorie junk foods like lean cuisine and Diet Coke filled Americans' fridges and minds. Holy shit. Lean cuisine. Yeah. Uh, turning food into a deep source of shame. Damn, that hit me like a bag <laughs> of rocks. You remember those kid ones? Kid cuisines? Uh-huh, with the penguin. With the penguin? Yeah. <laughs> the I'd, they still make those, actually, I think. Yeah, they probably do. I might go buy one at Winn-Dixie, <laughs> like, today. I we recently at my D and D group we bought some um, pizza lunchables. Uh huh. Man, that was fun. <laughs> they tasted exactly like you remember, which was bad. Yep. But like also delicious somehow. So, as a kid, the idea of self restriction as the essence of health and beauty was shamelessly promoted in books and daytime television. Now the rise of wellness culture has given new ox oxygen to breatharianism. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> as it wraps starvation <laughs> diets in the costume of spirituality and health trading sugar-free cookies for juice cleanses, intermittent fasting, and keto diets. In 2014, Ukrainian woman Valeria Lukyanova, also known as the human Barbie, claimed that she was a breatharian who only ate cosmic microfood. Oh, do you remember yeah, her? Yeah, I do. Uh -huh. She looked scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have another word for it. Uh, it's, and now we've got Margot Robbie. At least Margot she looks Robbie healthy. Yeah, no, is that, fine. That, that's, like, what I, that's what I mean. Like a person, like that's a real I mean. human. Like, like imagine being the, the human Barbie lady and then being like, all I had to do was look like Margot Robbie? Yeah. Yeah. So That was good enough? Yeah. yeah. So what people don't understand is that Barbie's proportions are unrealistic for a real human. Uh-huh. But for a doll, they look roughly correct. Yeah. That's how fucking art works. I survive purely on cosmic microwave background radiation. <laughs> in the, and in 2017, a 22-year-old German man named Finn Bogomol was so strongly inspired by breatharianism, he died of fasting. 
so strongly inspired that mm-hmm. it killed him. Wellness culture, like Brooks, tells us to fear aging and detest weight gain, as if these things are moral failures rather than an inescapable part of the human condition. Whether through nutritional deprivation or immortality, thrown, or immortality through technology, transcending the body and its flaws is all the rage right now. And right. what comes after humanity but holiness? Let me get this last sentence. People don't know what God looks like and who he is, Brooks told Vice towards the end of his life. Why in the hell couldn't it be me? Why couldn't it be you? Why couldn't it? But like, uh, um, Pe- people don't know what God looks like before that. Oh. That immortality through technology. Maybe. Uh, wellness culture, like Brooks, tells us to fear aging and to test weight gain as if these things are more yes, failures. Yes, thank you. Uh, the true state of happiness is um, if you if you look at your pet and you think, man, my pet would be better if they were fat and also happy. Uh-huh. That is how humans. <laughs> yeah. All animals are better when they are fat and happy. That is just how that is. Like in in my humble personal opinion, in my less than humble opinion, like I truly believe, like not into the you know you want to talk about healthy blah 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 whatever that's your fat shaming fuck off, like <clears throat> every successful married couple I've ever seen is fat, ever like and I'm not talking successful like they made it until they died. I'm talking successful like they made it and were kind of okay happy until they died. Like you're always you're always a little chubby. You always love some food. You've uh-huh. always got some quirks. You and you're allowed to fucking explore new things and become more yourself. That is how life works best. When you are allowed to give your when you're allowed to fucking live it, honestly, like without that judgment. It's, I don't remember what this is from, but uh, it, people don't change. They just become more themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in my case, almost every single one of my illnesses is weight related. So, But that's what I'm saying is like in that case, yes, maybe you do need to like do some things about that. Well, but Don's already on top of that shit. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I get stressed out and right. And I would even, I would, but that's what I mean though, is like, if it's affecting your health, do something about it. If it isn't like with me, it's not right now. I'm just going to stay fat. (laughs) I feel comfortable fat. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, if you, if you're unhealthy, become healthy and Mm -hmm. then get fat again. I don't know. Like, (laughs) Uh, before we go, I, I have decided that we're going to start doing any new patron announcements or call-outs uh-huh. in the midweeks, since the okay. midweeks are more up-to-date than yeah, our main episodes. true. So we do have a new patron we want to shout out. His name is Mike Hay. Is His name is Mike Hay? Yeah. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you haven't learned by now, we're either going to get your name wrong or we're going to say it however we want to say it. So <laughs> your last name is Hay. I know it's H-A-Y, but hey. is it is it hi? Hi, Mike. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, Mike. You. Hi. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> just just go to the Discord and ask Carly how we say her name all the time. I. It it went off the rails like <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> instantly. Yeah. Like. Oh. 
I guess I still have to talk in the mic. Sorry. I don't know if you guys know this. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. We've been <laughs> doing this for two years almost. Yeah. yeah. Two. Oh, shit. Literally next month, bud. Less yeah. than a month away. Is... Yeah, literally. Is Gein Part 2 going to come out? I don't know. It's either going to be... Hold on. Yeah, y'all. We're getting real close to the two-year mark. Yeah. It's either going to be that Gein is going to be the two-year anniversary episode or the first part of the next series that I'm not ready to reveal yet. We should do the DC be... Sniper. Oh, oh sure God. Yeah, we definitely will at some point, but that's not what I have. Weren't they? Wasn't that a next. pair of snipers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, think I, I think I watched or read or listened to... Um, fuck, not Robert... Jordan, damn it! Behind the bastards, yeah, of him, of them. Mm-hmm. That was it. Was a good episode. It will be the first part of the next series. Okay, all right. Well, I didn't plan for that to be our two-year anniversary episode, but it looks like it will we be. We didn't plan anything to be our two-year anniversary I know. episode. What is planning exactly? Exactly. So um, it's we're about to jump into you know we'll we'll see you guys in a few days again for Ed Gein part one. Yeah. And then that'll be on Sunday. Yep. And yeah, it's yeah. that's gonna be a fucking doozy. I, I worked so fucking hard. I actually put like a dawn level of effort <laughs> into that script. You guys need to quit building me up. Nah. Why? Because You'd be surprised sometimes. <laughs> I, I put genuinely like a work week worth of time into that script. I spent more time researching it than writing it. Oh, before we go. Fuck. I don't I don't think I would be surprised by failure, Don, but that's why we build you up so hard is because you need it. We all do. It's almost as long as a regular episode. Uh, We're homies. Homies only build up. That's what we do. Today, I found out today because I was going through my Facebook memories. Uh-huh. Today is the 12th anniversary of the release of the West Memphis 3. Wow. Nice. Yep. So Hell yeah. Fucking pop a little party popper. And... Woo! And piss on Gitchell's They were grave. in prison for how long? Six, 18 years. 18 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six more years. Six more years. So they've been out for as they've long been as out they for were as long in. as they were yeah. in. Yep. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap this Imagine up. Imagine that, if you will. Imagine yourself 12 years ago. Add six years to that, and that's how long those boys had to spend in prison. Anyway. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up. So thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.